Welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to the third annual Support Girl Groups episode. Yes, it happens every year and in September that means it's time to support our girl groups. All the ones that came out this year, 2020. Yeah, um, I'm very excited to be doing this for like the third time. It's cool to have traditions and um, I love it. This is always an interesting episode where you either like get to know great new girl groups that you hope will stick around or you watch some pretty poorly made rough stuff that's not the best. <laughs> I mean, I think that happens with like any year in K-pop, True. right? You've got a huge number of groups that come out every year. I think in the last three years, we've definitely seen like a growth, right? Mm -hmm. um, in how many groups come out every year. And sometimes you get really, really good ones that you really like. And sometimes you get some really, really bad ones that you really, really don't like. And true. this year was no different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, interestingly enough, the first year we did this, we had 20 girl groups on our list. And this year we have 27. Mm -hmm. So quite an uptick. But also two of the groups we'll talk about today already disbanded. Yes, that was a first in our in our girl group episodes. I think that we've ever had a group that lasted less because our obviously it's September, like 2020 isn't over. So our sort of like rundown of all the groups that have debuted so far, that means that it hasn't even been a year. Yeah. Right? Just a few months. And they're already disbanded. So that was a first. And unfortunately, there were two of them. Yeah. So we'll get into that in the timeline. But before we get started, I just had like a few updates from the 2019 roster that I thought were worth noting before we move on. So last year, we talked about a group called Pink Fantasy. And that was the group that had a member in a full rabbit costume. Yeah. Well, just the head. Yes. Oh, right. Not just the, the head. Thing. That's true. She had like the body of an idol. <laughs> but ahead of a rabbit. And that was their gimmick. Um, it appears that that gimmick is like not working so great for them. They've lost a couple of members and they are now promoting as a four member unit called shadow play. And there is no rabbit heads involved at all. I wonder if the girl who was in the rap, because I remember their gimmick was not just that she was in the head and therefore like a mystery member but also that she wasn't going to be revealed until they won One. a yeah. music show which obviously they never did and therefore she never got to take her head off so I wonder if she's one of the members who left or if she's one of the if she ever got revealed like in some yeah, like, I have sad, no idea small reveal like anticlimactic reveal and now she's one of the four one of the members that left was the leader and they had to pick a new leader oh. too so wow interesting um, and then another thing, another like uh, outlier group from last year was called Coco. And they were just like little girls that all belonged to the same dance company. I looked up to see if anything had happened with Coco and they have debuted a new class of Coco, like a new set of 12 year olds. And they all go to the same dance studio. This one didn't get this second gen of Coco didn't get a music video. They have a video of them like performing outside of a Ferris wheel to mm, 17 people. And that's their, yeah. like, video. I truly think that whole thing is just, like, a 
it's a gimmick for the parents of the people who send their kids to this dance school to be like, yeah, it's we like make the, music videos for them. Yeah, it's like part of the dance academy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you get to be a part of this little dance crew. Like the Ultra Boys or the Coco Pops. Exactly, like at our dance studio. Um, and then the last update that I had, we talked about it when it happened, but Cherry Bullet, which was one of my favorites from last year's lineup, lost two members like a week after our episode mm-hmm. aired. Yeah, very quickly. Um, they're they still are doing, still together. Yeah, they're still doing things, but two people left like right after we covered them last year. So mm-hmm. interesting. All right. Well, let's get into it. Um, the first group I have, the first two groups are late 2019 debuts. Yeah, so we're just going to pick up basically right from where our previous episode left off. And luckily, I guess, in this edition, we only have two from the last half of 2019. This year, or next year, I should say, we're going to have more because there are a lot of, like, supposed planned, thank you, planned (laughs) debuts. I was like, pre-debuts? No, planned debuts that don't have, like, full dates yet. Anyway, so let's start in the fall of 2019. Yes, on October 24th, a six-member girl group from Star Empire Entertainment debuted. Their name is Aria's with a Z, R-A-R-I-A-Z, Arias. Um, Their debut single is called Moonlight Aria. Yeah, so I read that many of the girls in Arias were uh, backup dancers in their previous careers, and several of them had been on different reality competitions, your K-pop stars, your Mix Nines, this. So a lot of them have, like, pre-debut experience. Um, Yeah, I thought that the song was, like, interesting, like, very, like, uh, of the now electro pop mm-hmm. k-pop like. yeah it felt very modern i really i thought there were really good outfits there's like a scene where they are wearing these like high-waisted pants that reminded me of luna's butterfly both in the literal yes. outfits that they're wearing and in the sort of like aesthetic of doing the choreography yeah, yeah, in like yeah. a big open like poolside kind yeah, of yeah, space yeah yeah um, and I thought the choreo was good. I thought the song was catchy. They have really good vocalists. Like yeah. one of those girls has an excellent belt. Um, I liked this one. I thought it was fun. The choreo is cute too. I thought before I played it that they were going to be a ballad group because their name is Aria. I thought so and too. And the album is called like Magical Opera. It has opera in the title. Yeah. So and I was Moonlight like, oh, are they Aria. like... An yeah. opera K-pop group. I got all excited for a second. I definitely <laughs> expected it to be like plinky, like twilighty, twinkle, like something. Uh-huh. And it was not that at all. And I was pleasantly surprised and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I wrote that they had like an innocent but mature kind of look where like mm. they don't seem like they're not innocent like they're little girly girls, but they like didn't seem like sexy women like they were you know they're like high blouses and just like we're just like young but like we're put together we're mature mm. um i liked it they haven't done anything since this but they do daily post on the group's instagram they poke selfies on the instagram every single day but they have made no music since october mm. of last year so oh right october of last year wow that's already gonna be a year now hopefully we'll see something from them soon yeah 
Um, all right, the next one on the list. The next one we have is Hinapia, and they debuted on November 3rd of 2019 with their single called Drip. <laughs> Um, yes, Hinapia was comprised of four former Priston members and one new girl named Bada. Um, and Pris- uh, Hinapia, Priston as well, Hinapia is already disbanded. Yes, they actually just recently disbanded in August of 2020. Um, they had been under OSR Entertainment. Um, and yeah, I remember fans being like pretty upset about about this disbandment. It's just very sad. I it, I hate, I don't believe in curses, but I just like feel like Priston is just a sad, it's just a sad stain on my K-pop life because I had such mm-hmm. hope for Priston and that like that the group folded and then that the second attempt for some of them to try something else also like immediately folded. I just feel like they didn't get a ch- they didn't get a proper chance and that feels sad. Sure. Yeah, it is surprising that they like didn't even make it a full year. Um I will be honest though I didn't love this song. I didn't either. I wanted to like it more, but I think it's mm-hmm. kind of flat. Yeah, I I didn't really like the distortion because I thought I could tell that they were good singers and then the the like distortion over it felt too heavy and like the chorus was sexy and good and I do always like a five member choreo, but there was something about the melody of the like four, five, six part that reminded me of something I'd heard before. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like overall it was like sort of unimpressive. Like yeah. it was kind of forgettable, I guess. Yes, I think that's the thing is that it's just like forgettable. And even like the rest of the choreo is like very strong, but then the chorus is just kind of this like drip, drip, drip. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it's kind of simple and... Also in the music video, they're trying to do that like badass girl crush thing where like none of them smile or even like move yeah. their faces at all, which like I don't think is very dynamic or interesting to just like look bored. Sure. So I don't know. It's just a bummer. It's just a bummer that their second chance was also. <clears throat> so yeah. sorry to this Hinapia. Good luck, ladies. Maybe third time's the charm for you. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe. So moving into 2020 then, the very first girl group who debuted this year on February 4th was called Signature, all lowercase C-I-G-N-A-T-U-R-E, and they debuted with a song called Nunu Nana. Um, Signature has seven members, and they are under J9 Entertainment, which is a subsidiary of C9 Entertainment, specifically meant for girl groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have like another branch of it that, another branch of the company that deals only with boy groups. And this subsidiary was established like and right now. I believe Signature is the only group they have. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, immediately when this group was announced, I don't love the spelling of this. I think it looks so much like cigarette, like just C-I-G, 
I just, it looks so crazy. And they're like young, young girls. And I don't know why you would choose, like, if it had been all lowercase with an S, I think it would have been fine. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to have the C. Yeah. Um, I immediately loved this song when I heard it because it's just like that perfect level of like weird cheese and I've been listening to it all year and it like gets stuck in my head. But rewatching the music video this weekend, I was like, oh, right. Because I think the music video really showcases just that like not quite readiness that occasionally happens with the debut music video. Like some of the girls are very stiff and some of the bigger choreo shots are like not very tight. And like, I don't know, there's just like something about the whole air of the music video that like, Oh no, they don't look ready. (laughs) Yeah. I felt the same. I remember when this, I like watched this and a few of their stages in February when they debuted. Cause I remember, I feel like I heard people like getting excited about mm-hmm. this, this debut and I immediately hated the song. Like absolutely thought it was painfully unlistenable. Like no, hate <laughs> right. cannot stand. Um, I like the rainbow stairs part of the music video and that's the only nice thing I can say about it. The dance shoes are really cheap. Um, I remember seeing like a few of the stages and I thought the same thing. They looked not ready. They looked uncomfortable. The, it was like very amateur. Hopefully they've gotten better. I mean, I'm sure they've like since improved. They have on September, like of this month, very recently just released a first EP, um, called listen and speak. And the title song is Asa, um, which I liked a little bit better than this one. Um, but I overall just thought like, I remember seeing people like so into this debut and then watching it and being like, what the fuck? Like, why? So this was not only like unimpressive, but to me, it was, it was a big no. (laughs) It was a big pass on Signature. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, they, they're still rolling. So Signature. Then also on that very same day. Mm -hmm. Yo, there are several different days this year where more than one group debuted on the same day. Interesting choice. Interesting. Um, So this group is a five-member girl group that includes two sisters from Pops Entertainment, and they are called Episode. They had actually originally debuted in 2015 as a group called Vitamin Angel. Yeah, a group of which has seven former members. Wow. And one of the members in episode, Yeji, has been there since they were Vitamin Angel, apparently. Mm-hmm. So their re-debut single as episode is called Open My Door. My first note about this music video is, oh no, was this filmed on a camcorder? Mm. Um, It seems like they wanted to go for a fun retro aesthetic, but instead of reading as purposeful aesthetic, it reads as cheap. And I just wrote unpleasant in all caps. They are beautiful and I like the outfits though. That's what I had to say about episode. Yeah, this (laughs) song is one of the like, crazier Franken songs that I've heard in a while Mm -hmm. and it was it didn't work for me (laughs) like the the 
birth is so cutesy. Like when it first started, I remember being like, whoa, this sounds like way more eggio than I expected. Because I overall really liked the visuals in the music video. There's like one moment of bad braids in it. But other than that, I really liked it. And then the chorus comes in. And the only note I wrote is what the fuck. And so (laughs) this song just like it almost gives you whiplash. Like the chorus comes in and you're like, where did we go? What happened? Um, So not a not a big fan of this one either. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that's episode. Yes. So let's see if this new thing works out for them. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, this poor Yeji has clearly been through the ringer. But maybe now that she's got her sister by her side, they'll have better luck. (laughs) Yeah. The next group that we have, um, which debuted the same month, February 23rd, this group is called Daydream, and they debuted with a single called Num Num. Daydream is from Great Company, um, a company that I have never heard of, and they have already disbanded. So they disbanded in July of 2020, and I gotta say, I'm not like entirely surprised. The aesthetic is like slutty schoolgirls. It's definitely for men. There's like literally freeze frames of them jumping. One of them is so busty in her like top is so small yeah and they're wearing like tiny little crop tops and like the shortest skirts ever and the like babiness of the num 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 like makes me want to vomit and i i fucking hated this one like i just couldn't i I actually wrote that the song has some nice moments but the general vibe and like ickiness of it was too much for me yeah I I wrote honestly the song is pretty fun. I think I just like found it in like that Momolandy kind of just like mm. whatever music. I thought like it was okay, but yeah, I hated the uniform, the like porny uniform so much cuz I think that there's such a huge difference between wearing an actual tailored school uniform and wearing a like costume of a school uniform, yeah. which I just feel like cheapens it cheapens it to like a gross like strip club level that's just like who is this for what are we doing and it also felt very dated like I Mm. I kind of feel like the the groups that come out nowadays that are trying to be sexy and appeal to that male gaze don't go for this cheesy porn star schoolgirl look anymore and so it was like just in poor taste all around in my opinion yeah so sorry to daydream that your um dreams were crushed like four months in yeah that didn't last long but hopefully you can move on to bigger and better things bigger and better things um next up we have a group who debuted in march on the third called Craxy. It's pronounced crashy. Oh, it's crashy. It's supposed to be like crazy, but crashy. Okay, so it's capital C-R-A-X-Y. Crashy. Okay, that's cute. So they have five members and they are from S.A Entertainment Company. It's I-tainment. Oh, S-I-tainment. That's not a typo. It's entertainment. S-A-I-tainment. I-tainment. All right. Um, pre-debut, they were known as the Wish Girls. 
which started all the way back in 2018. And then they like redid their concept and debuted with a full album called My Universe. And the title was called Aria. Um, yeah, so the Aria music video has like these very insane like military looks that I really, really liked where they have all these like chains and stuff on them and it was filmed like in a palace and it like definitely is trying to be like very, very epic. I fucking loved this. <laughs> I loved every single visual of it and it actually, like that split die CL queen in her throne, like oh, the yeah, rapper yeah, yeah. is so great. I thought every single look was super powerful and dynamic. And they also had like the sort of like tough military in your face. And then they had that one girl in the like flowy, pretty dress with the flowers behind her and in the water. And mm -hmm. I thought like you and I had just been talking after that 2010 hit the stage, how no group ever really felt like they came in to fill the to anyone spot. Right. And this group, I feel like that was definitely the vibe they were going for. I was for like, sure. okay, here's your CL, here's your park bomb. And I, I thought they nailed it. I really, really liked this one. Yeah, Aria was really cool. And I definitely recommend the dance practice as well because the music video doesn't, like, they really put some choreo together for this. And the music video, rightfully, is focusing on the, yeah. like, big shots. But, like, the choreo is great. Mm -hmm. But I will just say I was very disappointed because after I watched Aria, I went, they had, like, a pre-debut release. Yeah, it was that called was My Universe. Not good. Not good. And I was very upset at how not good the pre-debut release oh, was. It's, bad. like, mixed really poorly. And the music video is, like, lit badly. And it just, like, sounds unprofessional and not good so i was like truly surprised at how good the like aria video was because their pre-debut stuff like seemed to be foretelling like a worse well i'm glad they turned it around or figured out what their concept was going to be because i was into this and i haven't listened to the rest of the album but hope because they debuted with a full album which is mm -hmm. i think the only group on this list to do they have so. a whole album mm -hmm. um and so hopefully the rest is good but i haven't listened to it but i really liked this one and i recommend watching the music video too in addition to the dance practice yeah it's very regal and in your face and i didn't even care that they pronounce it aria yeah. instead of aria i just kept thinking about all of the women that are kneeled on the sides of the red carpet just like the whole time yes like, when she like walks what an acting down her, job like, palace i've been watching <laughs> the untamed which is like a chinese historical okay. drama and i'm just thought of like powerful like cultivators like making their peasants kneel <laughs> into, it. <laughs> into it so crashy all right after crashy we had Girls 2000, and they debuted on March 5th. This is a four-member indie idol group that debuted from the company Dongyeon Planning and Lamia Music with the single Butterfly Dance. <laughs> There's no music video for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just a like audio track. Just an audio track. And I gotta say, 
I was excited to hear this one because I was interested to see like what is indie idol. Yeah, what is indie idol? And because I read that all of the members play a part in writing and composing the music, and oh my god, I thought this was such a such a mess. <laughs> like it was, there was just so much happening. Mm-hmm. It was like it felt like it was mixed poorly. Even though I honestly feel like I don't know enough about music production to like confidently say that that's the what problem. it was. <laughs> But it sounded like it had about 20 different layers of like muddled electro pop sounds that the voice got like mixed or like lost Mushed in, in it. it. Mm-hmm. And then, and it was just, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't with this cat. And I honestly, like, it almost sounded staticky mm. to the point where I like was they like, put way too many. Because yes. if you put too many sounds in, there's nowhere for it to go. And then it all peaks out and like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote that they were holding notes that went to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our next group. This was a duo, uh, not our only duo on the list, but our first duo. And they are called 2-9-2-N-Y-N-E. They debuted on March 6th with Cows Entertainment with the single Taraya. Taraya? Taraya. Yeah, I wrote down for this one. I always want to support a duo on principle. Song isn't unlistenable, but it's also not my style. Yeah, I wrote my final (laughs) note. I like really tried to be supportive. I like tried to have an open mind for this. I tried to have an open mind for all of them, but this one, like it was like a tough and sexy sort of concept, but it felt very dated to me. Mm. In this sort of like Shakira club music sort of way. Ah. I thought the house like EDM like. Like the the way it like amped up. It was too much for me. And then it dropped into this like card-ish chorus. And I very much did not like it. Mm. I just, this was not, this was not it. Right. And I don't know that they've done anything since. No, and I think this is also the group where I couldn't find literally any information about them, like their full names or their ages, and they seem older to me, but there was like no confirmation of that anywhere. I also thought they seemed a little bit older, at least like definitely older than a group would normally debut. Right. They looked like they were in their mid-20s, or at least they like, with the concept of it, it felt like it was right. they were in their mid-20s. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I also saw that like different things spelled their name with like an I or a Y. So I don't know. Maybe they're having some, some mess. Cow's entertainment with a Z. You need to get your yeah, your shit together. in line. <laughs> All right. This next one is very exciting. I know. Yes. It's come up on the show before, but it's still very exciting. On April 10th, uh, was the debut of another duo named Kimbo. K-E-E-M-B-O. Kimbo, and this is Kim Boa and Kim Bo Hyung, formerly of Angelica's favorite girl group, Spica. Spica, my Spica ladies. Not Here's... only my Spica ladies, but my very favorite one, Kim Boa. Yeah. 
So here's like a here's a redemption story that works. Yes. Where these two members of Spica are back and they're really back. Yeah, they're really back. They're playing like a big hand in their product in the production of their own music. They've had several releases since their debut, but their debut was a single called "Thank You Anyway." Thank you anyway. Thank you anyway. Um, yeah, Thank You Anyway is, of course, beautiful, as you can hear, but um, Scandalous, which came out after that, is great. It's Michelle Branch K-pop. <laughs> oh my god, yes, it is. Scandalous is super Michelle Branch K-pop. <laughs> Um, yeah, Thank You Anyway is very pretty because because Spico is known for its, like, excellent singers, and these two were, like, the lead vocalists of Spica, so they, of course, have, like, beautiful, beautiful song, or beautiful vo- vocals, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Scandalous, I did prefer, but my favorite release of theirs so far has been, is a song called 99, because um, they released Thank You Anyway as a single, and then they came out with another single called Scandalous, and then they released a little EP called 99 which has that as a lead single and then a b-side as well they have been able to like promote on music shows which is really exciting um and 99 is like perfect summer like excellent fun music i love the music video my sweet kimboa with her like pretty sleeve tattoos and her big 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 eyes and her raspy (laughs) rap oh i just love her so much and i'm so i'm so glad they're back yeah. Thank you to Ara Line Entertainment, whoever mm-hmm. you may be. They are the ones who signed my beautiful ladies. And after Spica was like so unceremoniously disbanded in the like literally right mm-hmm. after they released a single for the first time in so mm-hmm. many years, it was just like so abrupt. No, they're over. So I'm just so happy to see my my little my little Kimbo's back. And obviously, if you didn't put two and two together, the name comes from their names, which both start with Keem and Bo. Oh, oh, of course. (laughs) Okay, now I'm glad I said that. Yeah, I I didn't connect the dots. (laughs) Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's where it comes from. All right. Um, Okay, so this next one was a controversial one, but we have to include it because that's what the history books are about. And they did have a Korean debut. Yeah. So on April 29th. A group named Kachi, K-A-A-C-H-I, Kachi, debuted uh, with a single called Your Turn. This four-member group is actually from Britain, and they are hailed as Europe's first K-pop group. They are three white girls and an Asian girl. I don't know if she's Korean. I didn't look it up, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're from a company called Front Row Records. Um, and they, the company claimed that as a prerequisite, all of the girls who even auditioned or were considered had to have at least five years experience and training in voice and dance. Mm -hmm. However, this debut, they debuted in Europe first and then they went to Korea to debut. Okay. And their debut in Korea was not well received, both 
the music video and the performances were basically hailed as being very amateur. They mm. were uh, criticized for not looking polished or professional and like they needed a lot more training. Yeah, truly that was my biggest thought is I wrote, I wouldn't be mad at this if it was better. Yeah. Like I get the like not, like I think I was madder at EXP Expedition just because I'm madder at white guys in general. Sure. But I think I mean, I, at least this group had a nation in it. Yeah, but I think I like wouldn't be, I feel like I just wouldn't have been mad at it if they were any good. But mm-hmm. like, it's not great. They're yeah. not good singers. Their dancing isn't as good as it should be for like a group that was formed as a dance group. Yeah, it and was like, just to like be, not good. Yeah, I, I wrote that regardless of debate about white girls doing K-pop, this is bad, but good as a high school talent show. Yeah. Because I feel like this was like on par with like the performances that our dance team does. Yeah. Like we get up in costumes and we do our best, but would we look polished next to a group of actual k-pop no. stars absolutely fucking not and like, i wouldn't no. expect anybody to treat me with like and i one. would never <laughs> i would like not even volunteer to appear on one of those shows right like not in comparison to that or whatever right so i just think like you know this was controversial and it was not well received and in my opinion it was not very good i had a single uh pro which is the one Asian girl is wearing this like white cape. It's like a little cute, like um, like a little cute, like white onesie, but it has like a whole full shoulder cape. Mm. So it's like, it's very elegant. It does not match the other things. It doesn't go, but that one single like cape romper, cute, very cute. Really liked it. There you that go. was my positive for Kachi. Next up on the list, we have on May 15th, a group called Woo Ah, W-O-O exclamation point, A-H exclamation point, (laughs) debuted with a single called Woo Ah. Yeah, this group has five members. They apparently had six, but... Uh, or they yeah, s- they debuted with okay. six in May. And then Song Yi, one of the girls, she left in August. So they currently have only five. Um, and they are under NV Entertainment. So this is a music video that I literally like thought about as I was watching it. Like being a TikTok kid and capturing my own face like while I watched this mm. music video because I watched it in abject horror. Like it just kept getting, I couldn't believe that it kept getting worse. It's just like unfathomable. But the strangest thing about it I wrote is that it like literally has all the pieces. Mm. Like they're wearing the right things. It's like it has all the pieces of like a modern like 2020 girl group debut. But it's like they made the wrong choice in every possible moment. And the song gets this. I can't believe that the song is so terrible. It's so terrible. Yeah, it has like a salt and pepper push it intro beat. Uh-huh. And then it goes into like one of the most grossly eggyol verses I've heard in a long time. Mm-hmm. I did write that the chorus was fun, but that one of the girls has a voice I truly hate. Mm-hmm. And that ultimately this was like a crazy Franken song that I only liked one third of. Right. So... Yeah, so I wanted I wanted when I pressed play to like this because I think having punctuation in your 
group title is like funny. It's like a funny <laughs> way to start. Like I want woo-ah to be like a woo-ah group. But yeah, I hated it so much. And it, yeah, it just baffled me because mm-hmm. it like, it doesn't look bad. Like, I don't know, like it, all the pieces were there, but it was wrong somehow. So that was woo-ah. Um, next up on May 19th, which is a busy day, it looks like. Yeah, two um, debuts that day. About Entertainment debuted a five-member girl group called Red Square, in all caps. And the single is called Colorful. Two words. Colorful. F-U-L-L. Um, my first initial immediate all caps reaction is, holy shit, I love this. I loved this one. This was the one that got the strongest reaction out of me, I think. Um, the music video for sure has a budget and has a very interesting concept that I wanted to yeah. discuss whether we think it's smart or too risky, which is that it's almost a faceless singer music video and yes. that all the girls are wearing blindfolds and then the group dance shots are fully in shadow. So nobody's mm. faces are clearly seen in this debut video. Yeah, and there's even a few shots where they have um, like what would normally be like a beautiful portrait, like solo shot, and then the eyes are blurred out. Yeah. Um, And so I thought that was really cool. I loved the concept and the visuals of this music video. Although my very first note was, wow, so literal, because the (laughs) song starts with like, I can be red. I can be pink. I can be green or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I was list like, some colors. okay, got it. Colorful. Um, but the whole concept is that they are like blind and there's like literally a part where it's like the, the blind teaching the blind about mm-hmm. color. And so I thought the concept was really interesting. I thought this song was really fun in sort of a like SNSD holiday sort of yeah. way. There's even a part where I felt, or I felt like I could hear the like, Um, But I liked the song and I thought the concept was really cool. I think, I guess it is risky to have this like, ooh, like mystery group. But I feel like it was well done to the point where it would work in your favor and just get people's attention and be like, oh, I want to know more about this group. Because that's what I thought. Yes, I think it worked because they are, they do appear to have like great vocal talent and like the song is good and you can like, it it's like you don't need to see them. It doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. that's the point of, like, doing a faceless singer is it's like, it doesn't matter if they're pretty. Like, yeah. just listen. And I'm sure they all are gorgeous. But, like, yeah, it's just an interesting thing to do with a girl group. Because I've heard, you know, I've heard, like, solo artists mm-hmm. debut faceless. But, like, a whole group debuting faceless. I just thought it was, like, so fascinating. And I loved the song. So, like, Red Square is very high on my list this yeah. year. Definitely going to be paying attention to them. The next group that we have, they also debuted on May 19th, and the only reason they did is because their debut was postponed because of the pandemic. This is a five-member group from Vine Entertainment called Secret Number, who debuted with their single, Who Dis? (laughs) 
Um, I immediately liked the horns in this song a lot. It like starts with a very strong like horn. Um, it's a clarinet. Oh yes, our our clarinets, 2020 clarinets. Um, they look really great and dance very well, but I personally found the chorus pretty atonal, and I like did not enjoy it. One of the girl, like the girl who sings the pre-chorus, a little flat, didn't love it. But they like look. They like look spectacular and the music video is like, it doesn't look cheap and it has all of the, all of your standard neon, neon subway station. Yeah, I thought I liked this one. I'm, it was like one of my favorites of the group. Um, and I thought that it was perfect modern K-pop. I thought it fit tremendously well among the CLCs and the ITZYs of the current landscape. Um, I thought there's great fashion and looks in like every scene of the music video. I had zero complaints about it. Well, great. So that's secret number. Who, fun fact, says their role model group is A-Pink. I love that. Anybody who looks up to A-Pink is great and smart. But you did not think this was great. So. I didn't, but I think that they are smart. I don't like this song, but they're obviously, they have good opinions. Um, all right, next up on May 24th, this is a four-member group called Like Me. Um, their company is called Space Music Entertainment, and the single is also called Like Me. Um, I didn't find a music video for this, but I did find a, like, performance. performance. Yeah. Um, and this is another one of those. This seems to me like Cindy, the choreographer, um, just really wanted to have a music video. And she got three friends and they made a song. Like, it's very amateurish. I didn't finish listening to it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it does feel very amateur. Uh, so, like you just mentioned, Cindy. Cindy's one of the names of the members. Like, right. One of the members is the choreographer for this group. And I truly thought it felt like K-pop for beginners choreo. Mm. It was like a class of, like, it felt like what if you showed someone who had some genuine sense of rhythm, like, four K-pop music videos, mm -hmm. and you said... What is K-pop choreo like? This is what they would do. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like a like a watered down, like poor interpretation of what K-pop choreo should be, um, which is, I guess is a pretty harsh criticism. Um, mm. But I just, I thought the whole thing was cheap. Like the song is not melodic. One of the notes is so wildly off key <laughs> that I couldn't even believe it. It sounded like when I would play G Friend Rough at like a quarter speed oh, when and we were practicing it. out. Like that's what it was, but it was the real note in the song. Yikes. And I it, I literally wrote horrific chorus and rap. So all in all, like me, I did not like, like you. Me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving along to June 30th. After 10 years of no new girl group debuts, Play M Entertainment debuts a seven-member girl group called Weekly. has three E's mm -hmm. so that it's a seven-letter word because their concept is all around weeks and each girl represents a week. 
And one of them is named Wednesday. They have one girl who has a name, a day of the week name, but only one. Anyway, they debuted with a single called Tag Me At Me. Yeah, I wrote, look at how perfect they are with their debut dark brown hair and their school uniforms. Like, I just, I really, I love this on principle of just being like a classic girl group debut. And that, like, it just reminds me of old times, of like old, better times where like, yeah, they're it's like they're treating them like A-Pink, where they all just kind of look the same and they're wearing school uniforms because they're a new girl group and that's what you do when you're new. Yeah, and they have their like well-coordinated but not matchy-matchy outfits and the like real actual tailored school uniforms and not the like porn Porn versions. Yeah, yeah, this song is like a Mickey You're So Fine kind of intro, uh, which immediately made me skeptical of it. (laughs) Um, It's really not my taste. It's too cutesy for me, but I do think the outfits are really cute. Um, like really, really cute. There's super good, like tight choreo in it. Um, and the vocals are really good. I super, super liked the polka dot pant rapper. Um, she, I thought was great and I thought she was beautiful. Um, but overall, not my style. Yeah. It's my style. And I wish I liked the song a little bit better, but like I like like based on concept alone, I am like supportive of mm. Weekly because it is my vibe of girl group, and like A Pink is grown up now, so like their little sisters can take over. I think my only complaint, which I think is just like a like an old, I feel like an old get off my lawn lady complaint, is that I'm so tired of the trap beat rapping mm. because I already think we need to just like give up the rapping in the K-pop. Like if you're not oh, girl, that's never gonna. Happen. I know it will never happen, but it's like now every get up and find the silver lining. <laughs> but yeah, it's just now I feel like everybody does. They will you completely like drop out of any kind of rhythm that your song already had True. to do the exact same like da 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 that like everybody is doing right now. And I guess it just kind of like bothers me where I'm like, if we're just gonna do like, can we just go back to doing the like shiny style like k-pop rap like as early sm k-pop rapping if Mm. we must no i hate that kind of rapping i much prefer this one (laughs) like if you're gonna if you're gonna force me to listen to rap at least make it look good like give me a real flow true um but at the same time that was literally the only part of the song i like see this is what we're saying but there is like a cool um dance break outro after the rap as well that's like very like strong and tough and crazy the choreo is really good in this i liked it a lot um but oh go ahead oh just one more thing about weekly that i thought was cute is that they already have a fan club name and their fan club is called daily with three e's yeah three they are not the only group on this list that has a fandom name i did not note the rest that did but there are others that already have them sure just for the record so moving along into more my style yes. of girl groups, uh, we have our first Red Velvet subunit, Red Velvet Irene and Sulgi, uh, who debuted on July 6th with an EP called Monster. Mm. 
I'm a little monster. I think that we talked about this when it like earlier this summer when it yeah. came out because I know I feel like I mentioned or maybe it was during the the convention and not actually on the air. I, I didn't love remember. Monster. Um the single the single itself. The single to me I like I really 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 don't like the horror movie children's lullaby version that chorus mm. thing the like I really don't like that. Um, the choreo is, of course, amazing to this. Um, and Irene wore a stunning blonde wig for several of these stages. Right. Um, but the B-sides are what make this EP for me. Um, they released after Monster. They did release like a follow-up single, which was called Naughty. That is God tier, yeah. like top top level unbelievable if somehow you live under a rock and you missed naughty pause go this episode back, right now and Stop. go watch it like you may not listen to another word i say until you watch that um and then jelly is my favorite b-side off of that album okay. i really really liked it that album is super good and i bought the physical copy and it's beautiful it is beautiful we looked at it before we recorded um yeah i just wrote for this one like they are amazing because like I think even though even though Monster was also not my vibe, I like watched the video again for this for like the second time. And I feel like you can't watch it and like think anything other than like, oh, they're amazing because they're yeah. amazing. But like, yeah, the song is just it's a little too. Yeah, it's just a little too like creepy. It's just not quite my vibe. But yeah, the other stuff that I've heard from them is great. And it's an interesting little subunit. Yeah, I also, like, I just had a lot of, like, really petty gripes, like, as an SM stan, you know, mm -hmm. like, I have a lot of petty gripes against SM. One of them is their continued insistence to repeat titles for their own artists. Right. Not only titles in literal songs, but titles of albums right. they repeat. And, like, I don't know why you would do that. Especially when a group like like the most popular music video and dance practice you have as a company is already a song called Monster. Come on. Yeah. Like, give them something else. And I know they don't write them themselves, so it's not like Sulgi and Irene were like, we like this is our it has baby, to be our called song called Monster. Monster. Like, songwriters not are another, giving them the song. Yeah, there's not another. Call it something else. They could have even called it Little, Little Monster. Monster. Call it <laughs> Little Monster. Like, oh my God. Whatever. 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 Anyway. EP is good. Check it out. Great. Um, next, we have a big old nine-member group that debuted on July 20th called Chic and Idol. And Idol is spelled like lazy, I-D-L-E. Yeah. Which I love. I was so excited for this because I fucking great love title. that title. It's punny and it's hilarious. Yeah, because someone who's like chic and idol is like, mean and doesn't care and like yes. it's also not doing and anything like, but like chic <laughs> is like you are gorgeous and fashionable but you're idle you're lazy and like wow i love i just think that's so funny it is funny um okay so they debuted with a cover of the early k-pop rula song three four Yeah, so this is, they didn't do anything to change this Rula song. I think it might be in a slightly different key. Um, but yeah, I loved the, again, 
In this music video, we've got a lot of like costume, sexy costume changes. There's a point where they're on like a yacht mm -hmm. and they're wearing these very matchy, matchy, sailory yacht costumes. I liked those. I, you guys know I love nautical themes. But other than that, they are wearing porn star-esque uniformy things. Don't like it. Looks cheap. Don't like it. Yeah, I wrote, ooh, these cheap plastic costumes. Sad face. And then the only other thing I could say about it was that they're all very pretty. Yeah, it's one of those, like, I feel like I wish I had a better name for it, but there's like a very tropey style of music video that usually lands on cheaper girl group companies, which is just like renting out like an apartment pension house. Like a beach and villa. filming a music video in the pool. Yeah. I've seen it a jillion times. And this is one of those, like, just your standard, like, it's TNA, but they're, like, trying to pretend that it isn't because, like, they're just eating popsicles and having a good time. But, like, their titties are out. We can see it. Yeah, they also, like, have a whole sequence where they're just, like, in their, like, really beautiful, like, super cute poolside outfits. And then they all jump in the pool wearing their beautiful clothes. And I, that, I, hate, I hate looking at people swimming in their real clothes. I hate it. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned it, but this group is from Liz Entertainment. And uh, that's all I got to say about and that. And that's Chic and Idol. Um, all right, next up is a group called Blastar, B-L-A-S-T-A-R. They debuted the very, oh no, I was going to say the very next day, but they debuted July 31st as a five-member group from VH Entertainment with the single One Way. I just noticed, I already noted that this is a group with a very big um, age gap in it. Um, a lot of their birthdays weren't listed, but one member, the leader, is 29, and the Maknae is 18. Oh, wow. That is a big age gap. So they have a big age gap. Uh, gap between them. But, like, um, I thought that this song was pretty solid. Um, Me too. It's very interesting. It has a definite overt, like, Latin influence in the sort of strummy guitar and the horns. And then once the, like, chorus drops to the, like, na-na-na-na-na-na-na. And they like walk. They like walk slowly, very strong and slow. shouldery forward. Um, I loved the choreo in this. This was also like one of my top, one of my favorites yeah. of the of the debuts. Um, I, their rappers very hot. The music video I thought looked low budget, but in the way that like only one of's music videos right. are low budget, where you can tell they didn't spend a lot of money on it, but it works. They like, try. It like, looks yeah. good. It doesn't look bad. Yeah. Um, like you can tell it wasn't expensive, but it doesn't look cheap. Right. Yeah. This is one where as soon as the music video ended, I immediately looked to see if there were performances. There was a dance practice like filmed in an empty office building that I watched like twice in a row because I was like enjoying the choreo to this one so much. Um, yeah, I really liked Blastar. Me too. And I love, I mean, love a five member group, love a five member choreo. It was great. Um, this next one is another one that I also really, really enjoyed. Uh, this came out on August 4th, five member group called Maka Maka. Um, and their, uh, debut single is called Burning Power. Burning Power. 
Um, yeah, so this is just like colorful, sweet, colorful, sweet girls dancing to electropop. Like, yeah, I thought this was very like a nice summery beach song. Um, I wrote that it was like pleasant and sweet. Um, definitely not a song that I would like buy or listen to again, but uh, not offensive to my ears. <laughs> Um, this was another one where I feel like a couple of these I just got sucked into dance practices because I feel like music videos weren't um, showcasing things properly. And this was one of those cases where the music video is like, again, it's that it's that cheap style of music video where they're just like running along the Han River and smiling and hugging and doing bubbles and like just they're just having a nice time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like showing all the cute members. But there is a dance practice and there is like a good... There's good choreo to this mm. song that's worth watching. They are from, I don't think we mentioned it, they're from Blue Moon Entertainment. And apparently their name, <laughs> sorry, apparently Maka Maka means friendly friend. So friends, they're friends. The next group we have is called Floria, F-L-O-R-I-A. They are a four-member group that debuted on August 11th from DK Entertainment with a single called Chitty Chitty. And wow, did Chitty Chitty take me on a ride. Oh man, it's a ride. It is a ride. I like don't necessarily, mm -hmm. I like recommend that you watch it. I don't necessarily recommend this because I didn't like it. Like I don't think it's good, but it's one of those things you just gotta see. That you just gotta see. Yeah, the music video is like, I wrote wow sexy because it was like immediately very sexy. Yeah, I, I literally wrote whoa strong from the jump because I think the very first choreo move is like a drop squat like hip roll or something. Uh -huh. It's just very much like here is my vagina and yeah. it was it was a lot. And the music video takes place in like a horrible chair graveyard. Oh my god, what's where with there all were the just chairs? like broken chairs everywhere. There's just like piles of chairs and then they're dancing in front of the chairs and sometimes they're sitting in the middle of the pile of chairs like on a precariously stacked chair. Like why? And the chorus choreography is a lot. It's like licking the thumb and then like licking their <laughs> tits basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's a bit of a Franken song as well because like the pre-chorus is just it's just a lot the whole thing is a lot it's just a ride it reminded me a little bit it's worse it's comparatively much worse but it reminded me a little bit of the newest Dreamcatcher Boca song just in that like that song it like has a very normal like k-pop you know, verse and pre-chorus, and then the chorus goes back to dun, 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 dream mm. catcher, and I like forget that that's what their music is like. And this one also has like a strange, like yeah, yeah, yeah. reggae rock, some kind of odd, overblown rock in the chorus that comes out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, and it's wild. It's yeah. truly wild. So that's Floria for you. Chitty chitty. Um, next up. In August, on the 21st, a four-member girl group from Jay-Z Factory Entertainment, uh, Ariel, 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 but it's spelled like a real, A-R-E-A-L, Ariel. Mm. Their music video, or their debut single is called Wake Me Up. 
Now here is one where I feel like I need to make, like this is my early recommendation. Don't watch the music video for this one. I think they really blew it on the music video. I agree. Because they filmed it at that weird European village that's like showed up in like, it shows up in dramas and variety shows. Sometimes there's this weird vacation village where all the houses look like Europe. They filmed it there and the girls are wearing like pastel polo shirts and like it's very strange but the like dance and the choreo like go really hard and are like sexy and really fun and like do not match this music video that they made at all but like I watched the dance practice like several times in a row mm. because I thought it was awesome okay I'll have to dance. check I didn't look for the dance practice because I didn't really like this song but I that was my like main note was that the visuals are so like calm and cutesy but the song is like so EDM, like it's mm -hmm. so intense in the like electro pop elements or whatever. And I wrote like, I wish the music video had more choreo because the small pieces of choreo that you can see in the music video clearly like looked good. Yeah, and it, it is was good. just like, what is happening in this music? Like wh who approved this? It is good. So that's my earliest rec is the aerial uh dance wake practice. me up dance practice fun fact this group also appeared in our favorite nom nature of man's <laughs> music video i'm so sexy oh wow i didn't watch the music video so i don't know what role they played but they were in it but yeah nature of man came back but we yeah. don't talk about boys in this episode um the next group we have was exciting to see on the list because they are a three-member trot group. They're called Bulgi. Bulgi? Bulgi. They debuted on August 23rd from The New Entertainment with a single called Beeble Beeble. Yeah, I don't know what else to say other than it's trot and it's cute as shit. Um, the music video, there's like a dreamy, there's like a dreamy doctor that they're all like dreaming about. And yeah, it's like the three cartoony. women are like surrounded by obnoxious men in a variety of like situations. Like they're all at work or whatever and they're like very annoyed with the men around them. So they pretend to faint so that they can get taken to see this dreamy doctor. And at the end of the music video, an old doctor shows up. It's not the dreamy doctor. <laughs> and the music video literally ends with a zoom in, like cut out of his like very like stoic face. And it's so funny. Um, the song is just like a fun trot song. I absolutely love all three of the girls' voices. They sound, they have that perfect trot vocal that makes them sound 20 years older than they are and right. then they look. And it's, it's fun. Yeah, there's, there's like a massive tempo switch um, in the middle, which is always mm -hmm. very funny to me. And there's like a cute like partner dancey thing as they're acting out this like uh, drama, like like lean, like a long lean on a man. I yes, love that kind I of stuff. I loved the bridge of this song. I think that's when that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, it was really fun. So I love that. I love the idea. I mean... Trot is here to stay and it's having a resurgence right now. And so like, why not do a trot group? That's so like a real one, not just a super junior subunit, like a real trot group. That's yeah. fun. And the song Bebo Bebo is supposed to be like the siren of the Bebo, Bebo, Bebo. Makes sense. 
Um, okay. This next group is interesting. On August 23rd, four Twitch streamers independently debuted as a group called Tier 4 with a song called Summer Fire. Um, my first note that I wrote is funny is the beginning of the song just has a lot of like layered vocals at the beginning, like people talking. And one of the first things you hear is somebody going, hey guys, which is how like every yeah. video starts. Um, but I wrote, they are acting bored in the music video and the song is making me bored. Yeah, I wrote that it was, this was what I thought indie k-pop would, would sound, sound like, like. Mm-hmm. um which i didn't necessarily mean like as an insult but it's not really a compliment like oh that's exactly what i thought it would sound like um it's just fine like yeah. it is it is what it is it's like ex- it's, it's exactly what for streamers getting together to put out their own music video would be like it's exactly what it would be like it's um, it's soft but it has like a nice beat but it's just very, like, light and doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. So I hope that their subscribers all really enjoyed it, though. So that's <laughs> tier four. Next up, we have a group called Botopass. And this is spelled all in capital letters, B-O-T-O-P-A-S-S, which is supposed to come from born to be passionate. Or no, sorry, born to be passion. They are an eight-member group from both WKS. E.N.E. and XX Entertainment debuted on August 26th with a single called Flamingo. I wrote, well, they definitely look great. Um, cause the music video looks good. Um, but I, I wrote, how can your song be called Flamingo and you're only wearing red? Like I wanted them to be wearing pink dresses when they were wearing red dresses. Cause they keep saying Flamingo so many times and I was like, Flamingos are not red. Yeah. I had to look up the lyrics of this song just to make sure because this is like a heavily Latin inspired song. Uh, so you wanted to make song. sure it wasn't flamenco? Yeah. Well, I was like, <laughs> do you think that flamenco is the word flamingo? Right, like I'm right, going right, to be right. very, like I will flip this table. <laughs> I was about to be so mad, um, but it's not. The lyrics are like, I'm different, like a flamingo, let's fly or whatever. So they're choosing the word, they're choosing the image of a flamingo to be something that is unique and colorful which I didn't hate that metaphor but I really didn't I thought I was like I feel like I can see the like creative director like talking and being like okay so it's flamingo right and we're gonna go Spanish because flamenco and like I could just see it as being fucking terrible it's it's like Um, my exact thing that makes me think of is on again sorry to talk about boys and the girl episode but on road to kingdom when uh, Pentagon got Monster X Follow as their assigned song. We decided that Follow sounds like 
the word pharaoh and, and then so they did an egyptian did an egypt that's remix that's what stupid. this sounds like i think that's dumb <laughs> it is like it's i just think dumb. that's dumb so the whole time i was watching this music video i almost felt like i couldn't even really appreciate it because i thought the latin concept was so stupid um not that it was like poorly done or like culturally appropriative or whatever like i guess that's a debate for another day but i just thought it was stupid yeah um there's also a moment of really bad braids in it in the sense that like i don't even to the point where i don't even know if those were supposed to be culturally appropriative Mm -hmm. but they're really poorly done and they look Mm. horrible um but my general conclusion to this was i don't hate it but it's fine question mark yeah i wrote i mean there i wrote oh the music video is very queer baity like very very um lots of like the girls in different pairs like in each Mm. other's laps and like doing like are we gonna kiss I'm like I don't never know how to feel about that mm. um and the other thing I was unsure about is that the entire chorus has a man's voice singing the whole chorus like oh, under their voices and I was like I don't know if I like that it definitely like adds a vibe mm. but I just didn't think I I, I was very distracted by it because I just mm. kept hearing like on down the octave there's a man just singing the whole chorus so that was weird, but that's Botopass. 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 Um, all right, next up. On September 2nd, a four-member group from J Planet Entertainment named Lunar Solar debuted. Um, their single was called Solar Flare, and the song is Oh Ya Ya Ya. had a really cute and like catchy chorus and what I liked a lot about this was the point dance from the chorus Mm. if only because I feel like groups don't really do a point dance anymore at least a point dance that's like easy for people to learn and this one is very easy for people to learn it's just like a little like sort of charleston-y like kick your feet up sort of thing that I did think was cute However, I feel like, and this isn't necessarily an insult, but I feel like I cannot look at groups like this without thinking of ITZY because the visuals and the like aesthetics of their costumes are so obviously inspired by ITZY. And I think ITZY's better. But also, like, I just feel like it's like unfair to compare them because right. they are different, but they're clearly going for the same aesthetic and the choreo is like not on the same level in mm. any way, shape or form. So I kind of feel like I'm already like comparing them in like an uneven way. So it's like not necessarily an insult to say that they look like Itsy because I do like Itsy and I like the way they dress, but I like can't look at them without thinking about Itsy. Right. That's never good, right? To look at a group and always think about some other group. Sure. Yeah, the thing I thought about this one was like as soon as the song started, I was like, I know this song. I've heard this song, but I haven't heard this song because it came out a week ago. But like listening to it more, I think in that exact same way that we were talking in 
the 2000 episode and the boa episode about how 20 years ago people had 12 sounds with which to mix with and then every song sounded the same i think this is like a boiler like a uh this is like a perfect example of what a 2020 k-pop song sounds like it has that like hey and it has all like it has the, all the whooshes and all of the sounds that are in every single twice song, every single chunga song, every single like this is just what a girl song in 2020 sounds like. Mm. And so I don't want to like again, I don't want to like count that against Lunar Solar. They're doing the thing, but it also isn't unique. So that's right. where I think it's their problem because like they are new. And I think we see this a lot when we get random boy groups in the boy games is that like they don't stand out. You don't stand just out doing a the sort thing. of like amalgamation of what all the other groups are doing. And so then like, what are you doing to stand out or to make yourselves different? And I think there were a couple of groups in this year's like roundup of girl groups that had that same sort of. I almost want to say like fatal flaw, because ultimately that makes you unforgettable. Right. Totally. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, but this one, I will, like, the thing about this Lunar Solar song is I felt like, compared to some of the others, which also were very derivative, this was, like, produced perfectly. Like, the song is exactly the song. Like, mm -hmm. it's exactly the song. It's the song. Um, but, yeah, that didn't make it. So it's like I didn't hate it, but I also didn't, like, find anything to, like, latch on and love about it because yeah because there is. were some groups in this I mean we're not done but like <laughs> there were some groups this year where I was like oh yes I like this I'm definitely gonna like look more into like what they do or like follow up on them or like some groups where I already own like their music right. um but this was one that didn't grab my attention yeah but yeah we have one more official debut that has already happened. This is a group called Luminous Elf. They are from a company called SA Entertainment, and they are an eight-member kids girl group. Two of the members are sisters, just a fun fact. Uh, and their single is called Energy Star. My notes for this one, the first thing I wrote is, oh God, kids and pop punk. And then there's like a ton of exclamation points and question marks. And then my final note were, was only words to describe this piercing. This is, <laughs> these are my notes. <laughs> They're very similar. <laughs> pop punk guitar with echoey child voices. Why? Who is this for? Kids pop. But make sure it's flat. Yeah, pretty much. And that's all I got for that's Luminous all I Elf. Got. Yeah, so um, stop so, making kids groups. Yeah, with literal children. Yeah, who are they for? Aside from the parents. Yeah, or other other kids who can stand that kind of music for the small window of time that they can. I don't know. I don't even know if kids can stand that kind of music, though. Like, well, I guess Kids Pop is supposedly, like, very successful. I am assuming, since there's a thousand of them. Yeah. But I, like, when I was a child, I didn't want to listen to other children sing. Right. You know? 
I would hate when they did that because I we were definitely a Radio Disney in the yes. car family. And when you got the cassette tape that had the children singing over it, I was like, throw that out. Right. Nobody <laughs> wants that. As like a six-year-old. I still like, I want my voice to be the only child voice that's singing over Akuna Matata. I constantly think about this weird um, Mambo number no. five remix that they used to play that was like kids and Mickey and Donald and they would be like, we're going to get some ice cream at the store. They like changed oh the words to like, and then Mickey and Minnie are here. Like whatever, no. anyway. An abomination. <laughs> Um, the last thing we had on the list is a group that's been teased but hasn't debuted yet. Yes, but we have to include them in the list because they do debut this month on September 24th. A group XUM, Shum, Zoom, I don't know how to say we'll it. see. Um, so far, all there is is a teaser, and it's like shadows and like very sexy on the ground. Yes, dancing. it starts. So they're like all in silhouettes. Oh, just the facts out of the way. This is a three-member unit from the group Neon Punch, okay. which disbanded on August 11th. Neon Punch we had included last year, um, and they disbanded in August. And so this is a group derived from them from a 100 entertainment um they originally were supposed to debut on august 25th another reason we had to include them on the list but one of their staff members came in contact with someone who had the coronavirus and so out of like safety precautions they shut everything down and got everybody tested and quarantined and whatever and nobody tested positive everybody's fine it was handled very well but that is why they got postponed So the teaser itself is, like, they come out, and they're, like, all in shadow, like, lit from behind, and they look, like, tough and sexy, and then they, like, immediately drop to the floor in, like, a feeling, like, 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 straight down to the ground. Boom, (laughs) like, down on the ground. And I was like, oh, damn, like, just silhouettes and cargo pants. Like, that's all this fucking is, which is not something I dislike. I mean, I love Hyolin so much. Like, I don't mind a booty shake if it's, you know... An empowering booty shake. Of course. Um, so I'm excited. I'm definitely going to look out for Shoom or Zoom or X or whatever it is. Or whatever they are. Because the song, the teaser sounded aesthetically pleasing. And I'm intrigued. Yeah. So September 24th, keep an eye out. Great. Well, that is our 2019 or 2020 class. Excuse me. I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if it was 2019? Okay. 2020 class of girl groups in need of your support. Um, Yeah, I was very surprised at how many groups were on this list, especially ones that debuted very recently because I've been reading about how the coronavirus is like really affecting tiny companies. Mm -hmm. And like, that's why so many groups are weirdly disbanding is because like those kind of groups rely on mall openings and Busking. like college party or like you know little club performance all yeah. that stuff that they cannot do anymore um so like you know the companies that can't do a beyond live concert mm-hmm. aren't going to be able to make that money up so like i wouldn't be surprised if there are more weird disbandments this year but it seems like people are pushing through anyway so we'll yeah, see yeah there were a lot of debuts in august alone so hope and most of these groups as is usually the case with case with these episodes they're all from these like small unknown companies so 
that doesn't always spell success. Um, but hopefully, but you never know. like we'll keep, we'll keep our fingers crossed and we'll keep our eyes out for the girls that we liked. And hopefully you found a few more groups that you can take some time to keep up with. Yeah. Let us know what, uh, what you liked of these 27 girl groups and we'll be right back with some kind of girl group in the random game. Okay, we're back. And as tradition of the girl group uh, episode states, we must get a girl group in the random generator and we'll go on if it picks a boy. But this year, it picked a girl group for us. We didn't have to. Um, And it's a girl group that has actually gotten a sort of deep dive on this show before. We've definitely talked about them several times and included clips of and like information, an outline of their discography. And that is four minute. So if you listened to our Hyanna deep dive, you will already know quite a bit about the history of four minute because we did include them in Hyanna's activities. But they are a girl, they were, excuse me, were a girl group from Cube Entertainment that was formed in 2009. Um, They were specifically meant to be like an edgier girl crush style group. Um, And they disbanded in 2016 after they were not able to negotiate contract renewals successfully between Cube and the rest of the members. And we talked about this on the Hyanna deep dive, but it was like a real shady shit show Mm -hmm. in the sense that like Cube wanted Hyanna to go solo and didn't necessarily want the rest, didn't care to keep the rest of the group going and didn't really tell anyone that that was their plan and really threw Hyanna under the bus there. That is so true. So a sad story from four minutes. Yes, but they were a very, very important like second gen girl group. They were part of the landscape. And I was trying to Google it and I can't find it. But I think one of the members, there is a currently a show that's like going to be airing. I think it's like Um Jung Wah's show and it's like about girls who used to be singers. I wonder if I can find anything about it. Or maybe it was a different person, like not Um Jung-wa. Well, um, while I can't you look for it. that, <laughs> they were, just on your to your point, that they were like a significant group, right? They were around for um, like about seven years. Um, and they were not like insubstantial or insignificant. They received several major awards, including the Rookie Award at the 2009 Golden Discs. Um, They received the K-Pop New Artist Award at the 2010 Billboard Japan Awards, and they even got the Bonsang Award for the Seoul Music Awards in 2011, 12, and 14. Um, So they were popular, and they had a very large female fan base based on their girl crush image. Great. I can't find the information about that show. Maybe I'll plug it in and link it if I think it. But somebody... If it's not Am Jung Wah, it's that trot singer that we talked about. Somebody's hosting a show where it's going to be like second, first and second gen like girl singers who like aren't singers anymore, and it's going to be like a show. And I want to say there's a four minute that's going to be doing it, but maybe I'm thinking wrong because I know a tiara is doing it. And I tried to Google those words and it wasn't getting me anywhere. So anyway, point is, uh, four minutes most popular music video is crazy. It's crazy. Um, iconic black and white music video for a song that goes real hard. So, you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm the female monster. Everybody, let's get right now. 
we've got it's all black and white, of course. Um, Kiana starts us off, and we've got a lot of different looks. There's like the iconic look with the bucket hats where they all have their names on it. And then there's this like solo stage of Kiana looking like very beautiful with some backup dancers. We have a lot of booty right in the camera. There is a shot of some questionable questionable braids. There's like a few moments in here with that. Yes, braids. this video was listed in the cultural appropriation episode mm. for its hair offenses. Yeah, both Yana and one of the other members have bad braids. The way that they dance with these like big ass heels. I know. I just like their shoes are so big. But I love these bucket hats over their eyes. Yeah, they just look like so mysterious and cool. Ooh, I like that this girl's hair is the only thing that's in color. And they have, they do cool things with the like male backup dancers. They're not always there. Oh, does each one of them have one thing a of color? color? That this shows, one yeah. has, has red, red socks. socks. I didn't notice colors on any of the others. I think it'll happen later, maybe. Um, we missed it. It's okay, but that last, the first in the rap verse that just happened, it has one of my favorite K-pop lyrics ever, where she says, "I'm a crazy girl, all right. I'm like gossip girl." And I just <laughs> the the syncopation on saying gossip like gossip girl. It's very fun. I can't that I feel like that move that like cool ar slow arm swing comes up in things a lot. Yeah, I've it's never in a, it's like in a lot of things. It's even in Kyolin's uh, recent Say My Name. Yeah, it's like such a popular move. Oh, the circle of booties. I like the use of fishnet. The backup dancers are wearing these like fishnet masks. Oh yeah, which, not which protect you from the throne. Which is funny because now weird conservative people sell those masks on yeah. Etsy to be like to can't hold me. Dicks. Oh, yeah. sexy butt touching. Oh no, who allowed her to have that crazy ass ponytail? That was bad. Yeah, because the arm move, it's not about the arms. It's about no, the body No, it's all roll. about the body roll. But it's like, I, I feel like I find, like, there's a, there's must be a trick to, like, where you start it that I've mm. never figured out all the way. Wow. There you go. There you Four go. Minute. Wow. Beautiful. And Hyuna's hair is black again as of this morning. Everybody rejoice. Yay. All right. Well, that was Girl Groups 2020. Um, do you have a recommendation for this week? I do. Uh, my recommendation is a B-side off of Itzy's latest EP called Not Shy. And the B-side I want to recommend is a song called Surf. Um, it's different from their, like, sort of more, like, because it, it does a very like chanty sort of like scream singing right like vibe. they're like cheerleaders yeah they're mm -hmm. a little bit like cheerleaders and this song is much more melodic but it also just has like it's more melodic it's a little bit cutesier and I just like I really like it it has like a weird like bubbly 
sound to it and the chorus is really fun they do this little like up down up down thing and i just really like it it fits very well in my summer 2020 playlist so surf by itsy off of their latest ep not shy that's awesome great i still need to listen to that ep i haven't yet um my recommendation isn't a girl group but it is a girl singer so i'm trying to stay on topic um janie who I think used to be known as Park Jimin or like Jimin Park is just going by Jamie now. Um, but she has a new single out called Numbers and it's featuring Changmo. And I just think it's like a really interesting, good, fun, like indie R&B pop kind of song. She has a great voice. Um, it came up on my shuffle yesterday and it really caught my attention. So, and it's apparently brand new. So Jamie Numbers is my recommendation. Awesome. All right. Well, that is that for this week. If you would like to get in contact with us, we can be found all over the internet. We are at Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod at gmail.com for emails, 181-AMAKpoppod5. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, um, you can join our Discord, ask me about K-pop, uh, uh, patreon.com slash amakpoppod for um bonus episode that you can pay for and we have a p.o box yes our p.o box 26096 los angeles california 90026 you can address it to ask me about k-pop amak or to us shannon and angelica wonderful all right we'll be back next week with a deep dive and make sure that you've ordered your copy of shine if you haven't yet it's almost time yay all right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. Bye.